Hello, everybody. Uh, it's me, Reaper Steve. I'm joined by the wonderful Jammer. Welcome to Into Overtime Podcast. Hello, Hello. Jammer. Hello. Yeah, we Hello. didn't skip that one. We didn't. Yeah, it's only like the third <laughs> attempt today, so it's not too bad. That's pretty good. Took like what four or five in our first episode, I think, for me to be be like, right, okay, this is exactly how I'm going to say it, and the way I'm going to say it. Um, Do you want to say we lovely guest? Yeah, I was going to say, but today we're joined by a, a guest, uh, one of Jammer's longtime friends and uh, former, former comrades. Hello, James. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Jammer's, sorry, apologies. Yep. James, Jammer's, like, it's definitely not confusing <laughs> having two James on a podcast. Oh, definitely not, not at all. I mean, it could be worse. You could be called Steve, but your name is actually Nick. I mean, like, that's, yes. you know. Yeah, who would do that? Mm. With, uh, the confusion. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, James. Uh, I guess I am... Um the complete most average cs player possible i i'm mg1 which means that i am officially the average rank um and i just enjoy a lot of cs <laughs> best way to be i mean i'm i'm of the same mindset i just enjoy watching a lot of cs i i used to enjoy playing quite a lot of it but um currently i'm not really doing any matchmaking because I mean, matchmaking is just toxic, let's be really honest ourselves. <laughs> um, and I don't really tend to jump into face it too much because we, because me and Jammer tend to cover so many players from that, that play in the face it leagues that I'm involved in. I don't really want to go up against them because I'll know I'll just get bullied, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I think I, like we're all fully aware of the fact that I will just get absolutely battered in a game for, for love and money and then just sit there afterwards going, every time we cast, this player is going to be in there and he's just going to chat shit in the, in, in the Twitch <laughs> chat like constantly remember that time you, you 007 all that you know it's just gonna happen um but no yeah it's it's a pleasure to have you mate um uh, i hope you enjoy at least anyway what we have in store um we've had a bit of like a weird week haven't we jammer where like yeah. we had a hybrid kind of evening where we did um some north america casting and then we did the uh, one and only playoff game <laughs> for uh, Esports Wales, which yeah. was a little bit uh, was disappointing more than anything. But, uh, you know, we had a really good chat, didn't we, afterwards, thankfully. Um, the, the, the players from Esports Wales, hands down, are like some of the friendliest bunch I think we've, we've had the opportunity to work with. Um, you know, they, they were more than welcome in to have us into their like Discord chat afterwards. And, you know, we, we had like a bit of a catch up. We had a laugh and a joke over the season that's just finished. And, um, you know, kind of like set things up for the new season, right? Yeah, I think it was interesting to get an insight into like the players' personalities and stuff. Because we talked to them before, but we never really like had the kind of like banterous kind of insight to see how they like operate around each other and like learn about them buying like three liters worth of water in a box for no apparent <laughs> yeah. reason just you know a random stuff but it was great I got to learn a little bit more about the guys and like um oh yeah i even offered to like coach them and uh yeah that, that went about as well as you could expect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that went down like a lead balloon it was great i was sitting there i was just like oh please someone respond to him and i think they, the, the overall response was like yeah, anyway, and then just like carried on with the conversation, not quite kind of Bridget. Should probably explain to James what we're on about with the three liters of water. So, what one of the players, uh, car, his I think, did he say it was his radiator or his coolant or something started his coolant? Ah, uh, mm. um, he went to Tesco's to buy water to put in it, of all things, and bought like <laughs> seven liters of water. But there was three liters in this like box, basically, like a wine box next to his desk. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> and he was like, I didn't need all the water I bought in the end, so I just fetched this upstairs so I could just drink water constantly when I play. And I was like, Yeah, you've got, got to stay hydrated. Like, yeah, exactly. Game, like but... you do, you. Better than like milkshake or like, you know, cans of Pepsi lying around all over the place and that. Uh, or Monster or your favorite energy drink, whatever it may be. But yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that was us this week, at least anyway, James. To, like, you fill you in the blanks of, of what we've been up to. Um, what have you been up to? I mean, you mentioned before we, we hit the record button that you've just finished off university. Yeah, I just, just finished off uh, all of my exams and submitted my final coursework. So hopefully that's that's gone all well. And then uh, hopefully to get, get to play some more matchmaking and, yeah, like start that grind back up to uh, Global Elite, obviously, because... Um, right. Yep. A new challenge for me if I can carry you to <laughs> <laughs> James better get his uh shoulders nice and loose because uh yeah, he's gonna be carrying a lot of people up there. <laughs> we well, talked about this this week because we were on about what games we're playing, right? Chandler yeah. and and you were like, oh, I'll play CS this week now. You know, do a, do a couple of games and that, and I was going, bro. I'm just going to play Escape from Tarkov. It's just wiped. <laughs> like I'm, I want a whole different brainwave length than than Jammer. Jammer's on that grind constantly to get himself up to like LEM, you know, the highest ranking possible within the world of CS. And, and I'm just sat there going, like, I just don't want to die in customs. To be honest with you, <laughs> like I want to be able to go in with all the kit that I want to come back out with and be happy with it. Yeah, that, I mean, uh, who who doesn't love a, a good telling off when you've uh, accidentally misthrown a smoke? So, uh... oof, <laughs> there's a story behind that. Jose for later. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly enough, I've said this week in a cast that me and Jamma did, where I was like, "What you guys don't realise is behind the scenes, Jamma just bullies me constantly, and this is now coming to like fruition." Where you're like, nah, you're getting the he same doesn't vibe. just bully you. you you're, you're, you're you're not special. He bullies all of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, I'm I'm waiting for the day where um, both of mine and Jamma's schedule aligns, where we can play a game of CS together, so you can finally realize like how good my aim is, but how poor I am at playing the game. <laughs> um, get it done, you know, at some point. Yeah, exactly. It might be a Christmas special. Who knows? Like, or we'll, we'll, or a New Year special kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would speaking be so of down to make like the christmas special of the podcast to just be us in an mm game like trying to have a podcast <laughs> while i like, teach you yes and that's all you hear is just the random dude on our team goes suck a bleed and you're just like shut up man i'm trying to record a podcast here stop shouting the microphone um yeah like I mean, a, a I video podcast i assume uh yeah i mean we we've like kind of talked we talked about the idea of doing video podcasts haven't we and we've got some stuff in the pipe work that's kind of like um, it's brewing nicely. I think it's probably the better way of putting it at the minute. Yeah. Um, you know, we're we're kind of piecing bits and pieces together because this is like so. To give you a bit of background on on uh, into overtime, like we, we had this concept of doing a podcast in August. Mm, I want to yeah, say at least. At least. Um, and and like it went back and forth for ages, and like me and Jammer at that point hadn't really we, we were working together predominantly, but we hadn't really said that we were working together predominantly. If that makes sense, we were just kind of going yeah. like we're doing loads of gigs together, and that was it. Yeah, um, in that zone where you're like something, but not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I mean, like you, you put it in a really comedic value way. 
But in my heart, that's exactly what it was like, Jared. I mean, we're in oh. the honeymoon period now. Um, no, <laughs> it's like we, we, you know, we, we were working together quite a fair bit, and um, we were kind of flirting with the idea of, of potentially, you know, kind of joining up together to do a dual cast a group rather than kind of both of us applying for jobs singly and then getting that one and being like, hey, I've got this guy that I work with quite a lot. You know, he's pretty good, and I, I want to work with him as well on your your gig and getting people into into each other's gigs like that. To then going, well, you know, we can just work together and cut the middleman out. And when we apply for these sort of casts, then, yeah, we're already together. You know, they've got a deal partnership rather than messing around. Hmm. Um, and, yeah, like the, the idea came about in, like, August time. We were talking about, in, you know, we were talking about the first iteration of the podcast. Um, yeah. And then we kind of we went on a podcast, <laughs> or oh, I say a podcast, like a weekend show, isn't it? Like you know, a roundup yeah. of of what was going on in Eastwood's Wales. Um, and then, like I, I think we both kind of made the decision together of being like, okay, let's get some artwork done and see where we go with that. And if we still want to do it, then we'll do it. Um, and then we got the artwork done, completed, and then we've started kind of, okay, this is how we're gonna phase this out. Nick's gonna do all the talking more or less because that's what he does best, and. <laughs> Gamma's going to chime in with like the witty remark every now and again. Yeah, and I would just kind of like flashing out as we go along. I think that's probably the best way of putting it. So you are literally our first proper guest on our first proper episode. The last one was just our intro. Uh, oh, I'm on it. Thank you. Yeah. Which our intro was more or less just 30 minutes of me and Jamma rambling, going like, <laughs> I can't remember what we said. We were talking about like, you know, this is what we want the podcast to be. Yeah, <laughs> this is how yeah. we want this is what we're going to be doing <laughs> and then entire five minutes of me going so how about that game of esports the other night and you know just having that kind of conversation <laughs> speaking of yeah. that game of esports the other night um iem finals just happened yesterday we're recording this as of the 13th of december I forget my yep. date sorry around um vitality smashed the entirety of nip um over three maps out of a best of five i best of five is like my weirdest format why i i don't i just don't like best of five i prefer best of three like two maps and done but i think that's because of my mentality of being like covering all those na gigs and sitting there going god man can you imagine if we had to go to map four <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> or like uh, map five like but yeah i think best of three is is a better format for me but best of five works for others jammer i'm sure that you're gonna counteract me by saying that best of five is better than best of three or something i mean like okay in terms of viewership you're right like best of three like it's nice quick and simple three hours four hours max mm. best of five i think gives you the best team overall you know in a best of five you're pretty much playing the majority of the regulation maps like you you're truly seeing who the best team is but you're right in the fact that like if it goes all five maps you're literally sat there for like an entire working day just watching one game of counter-strike to find out who's the best and like no one has that kind of time so no. yeah i think best of three is probably where we can like settle upon things maybe like best of five is appropriate when you've got an upper bracket uh run because like a best of three doesn't really let you give the upper bracket run team an advantage but yeah, yeah i don't know best of five it worked out in this one because it was only three maps but i, yeah, I get what you're yeah. saying yeah i mean I, like I, 16, I, was it 16 10 16 10 like 16 13 sorry james yeah. you were saying yeah i was gonna say that it i i, I tend to enjoy best of threes better because i think it it gives us the best quality cs if that makes sense because 
you're playing maps that these teams really specialize in and okay you might see wipes um on either of their map picks and then have interesting final um but i i don't know i just find that the best of three provides sort of a more condensed um higher quality cs i guess i guess yeah. I, the only thing that i think would affect players because it's really hard to actually get fatigued while playing a video game. I think the more key factor is like decision fatigue, which is a thing. Mm. Um, yeah. Like, if you look at the research, this is going to get really boring. Like, the viewership's going to drop here. But anyway, <laughs> look at the research. I'm interested. <laughs> um, like, supermarkets actually play a lot on decision fatigue. So, the reasoning behind having like the milk at the back of the store and having like all these end caps and the way that they formulate everything in terms of layout is just to throw as many shiny things in your face so that you have to look at something and be like, oh, that's something I like, that's something I want. Oh, I really want that case of beer, but, you know, I have to say no to that. But then you say no, like, 10 times, 20 times, 30 times, like, it does fatigue you to the point that by the time you've got the stuff that you wanted, your, like, decision-making um, is fatigued and you start putting stuff in your basket that you wouldn't usually find. You know, you end up walking into Tesco's for a, a jug of milk and walk out with a TV like I did. <laughs> yes, I, w I really wanted a fresh start right at the very end because that is literally our conversation on um, Saturday afternoon. So we, yeah. we our NA gig was Saturday, James, right? So sat there. Mm -hmm. I'm sat there in Discord just waiting around. I got my timings completely wrong, by the way. I'll admit that out, out front because Jammer's going to fetch up regardless anyway. I, <laughs> I, I, I just forgot, honestly. But <laughs> I, I was sat there and I was like, I'm almost certain that 1 p.m. Pacific time is like 7 p.m. UK time. Um, and I was, I convinced myself that it was 7 p.m. But in reality, it's like nine o'clock in the night rather than seven o'clock in the night. So I rang Jammer two and a half hours before the gigs were starting. I was like, bro, where are you? And he's like, dude, I'm walking around Tesco's with the TV. What are you on about? Like, <laughs> like we haven't got a gig until later. Um, but yeah, Jammer, Jammer officially went to Tesco's to get a few bits and pieces and walked out with, how big was the TV? It's like 50 odd inch? 50 inch TV, yeah. 4K. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> how how much how much you spending on a on a Tesco like Tesco shopping run? To be fair, it was like pretty. It was only like three thirty or something like that. Well, you better remembered your club card because like yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a mad amount of points. Yeah. My parents do this thing with the club card. I don't know if anyone else does it, but like they collect them over the year, um, and you can actually exchange them for like short trips away, so you can book like cartridges and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do it like. They go like go away like twice a year doing that now. Yeah, we do that as well. well we don't use the like trips away or anything, but like we'll we'll look at what what's available at least. We do the same thing with nectar, but this is really region specific. So let's go back to CS guys. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean well, you say region, yeah, actually region specific, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I'm sure if you go to IKEA, you can do the same thing in in Sweden. Maybe uh, I don't know. I, okay. I went to right. I went to an IKEA when I went to Sweden, Jammer, and it was uh, like it was just unbelievable. Um, anyway, that that's the story <laughs> with DreamHack, which I'm more than happy to run through with yourselves at some point in the future or, or during this episode if people remind me of it. But uh, my trip to DreamHack to watch DreamHack was was banging. In any case, IEM Winter, back to the subject yeah. at hand. Yeah. <laughs> it, it didn't go to best of five, it only stayed at three games, three maps, which is is good from a viewership perspective. 
probably yeah. not so good from a commentator perspective, especially if you're on day rate. Uh, you know, <laughs> sitting there going like, go to map five, baby. I need the money. You know, Fafa needs a new pair of Louis Vuitton shoes or whatever you can buy for that kind of money kind of thing. Um, but the picks were kind of weird for me. Like, you know, NIP picked um, Inferno to begin with, then Vitality picked us two. Um, NIP picked Nuke, and I think Raj was the last pick from Vitality with all the passes decider. And you just like sitting there going, those are beefy maps to begin a best of five with, you know. Like Inferno is, Inferno is a tilter. If you if you lose that in a really bad way, especially if it's your pick, you're going to be feeding that into the next map easily. And then you go into Dust Two, which is like just a spam fest. You know what I mean? And uh, I, yeah, I don't know what the mentality with the pick was like with that. But I mean, I mean, if there was a game plan involved in it, it, it certainly didn't go the way that NIP. I think NIP felt felt it was going to go. I mean, going into this, we've got to remember their storylines. Like, NIP, they're playing with Fuzzy instead of their star orper. They've got um, Esther Tag in there, who still doesn't know Swedish. Like, um, they, yeah. they literally ran in there with no strats, um, as well as G2. Like, these two teams just kind of ran, ran in, like, half a team walking. And uh, they did remarkably well. One thing I wanted to talk about, and that's why I bring in G2 to the equation, is um, the MVP of Zai Wu over Nico. Because Nico. I think statistically actually did better. Oh no, not better because of the finals. But um, yeah, up to the finals, Nico was like the MVP. But because they didn't get to the finals, obviously he can't get it. What 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 do you guys think about that? I'll let James go first. This one. Um, if <laughs> if if I'm honest, I I am very much biased because uh, I am a G two fan. So okay. I am going to say that. Uh, Kenny S is the greatest player of all time, and um, <laughs> any anyone who speaks uh, ill of him is uh, anyone who speaks ill of G two uh, deserves to be burnt at the stake. Right. But yeah, I, I mean, there there is always that bias towards the final, and the fact that um, the the people who make it to the final are the people who who are the most successful, who are the names of the t- who. I guess the names of the tournament and being on the winning team certainly helps in the case of getting an MVP. So I, I guess I can't be too mad at the fact that Zaiwu uh, got the got the MVP. But I mean, I, I do sort of wish that Nico had got it. But you know, yeah, uh, Steve. Uh, I think you... I, I think when you boil it down to like a strictly stats perspective, right? Like. Uh, and and I've gotten more and more into my stats pulling than I have been in you know historically and and you know I I do use a couple of different websites to get my my stats from it but you know e- even if you looked at just the basic level of stats HLTV stats okay and you go to IEM's page on on um on HLTV as far as top players are concerned for the entire tournament Nico's one point three two as far as ratings concerned and Zyru's one point two seven. And that's over what nine maps for Nico because they didn't play the final, and fourteen maps for Zyru because they played like three extra maps um, right, over yeah. the over the space of the tournament. So, like you know, from a strictly stats perspective, Nico's definitely on top, right? Like you know, it, I think I think we can't go, we can't mention Nico without mentioning what happened at Major. Um, and I, you know, and I, I like to see the fact that he's still kind of playing. To the ability that he has, even with the knockbacks that he's had over this last twelve months, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, 
I think, you know, if you're looking at like a player's um, or, or a fan's um, top player, it's Nico, right? Like if it was up to us as, as individual fans voting for an MVP, like you would have for, um, you know, like eSports Player of the Year or whatever, then Nico is going to be up there as far as the tournament's concerned. Yeah. But from a stats and, a, and, a, and, a, and an IEM perspective, like their like basis of it, it's always going to be who's in the final and who performs best out of the finalists. Um, yeah, you know. Speaking of Kenny S, by the way, and I'm, I'm glad James fetched up because it was part of a, a conversation, uh, part of a thing that I sent to Jammer, and we were talking about it for a bit in DMs. Kenny S is like back, and I quotation mark back, right? He's um, lit. I mean, yeah, he, um, <laughs> Blast. I think Nex is coming back for Blast. Yeah, he is. Yeah. But, but Kenny S has still got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the fact that he put out, he came out in, in the press, and he was like. Um, I love using the word press, by the way, when we talk about esports. It's great that we can actually now be like, when you come out in the press and it's not, people don't think of the sport or the sun. <laughs> I mean, they think of like, you know, our our version of the newspapers. But yeah, he came out back on the, I think it was the 9th or the 10th that we were talking about, Jammer, and, and he was like, I'm getting back into CS is now my main focus. Yeah. Um, I, I want to get back to the way that I was and, and play at the, the level that I was playing in. Um, he's still benched at the minute from G two, but yeah, I mean, he's still got it right. Like he's he's going to be swinging back into that squad easy. I think he he okay. In my eyes, I think he underperformed at um, IM Winter. Like he showed flashes, but the fact that he was a last minute addition and like he was out of practice and stuff is like an asterisk on that performance. Um, mm. I do want to see more from him before I necessarily say like, oh, he's back. Like he's not he's yeah. not like Jordan returning like he's he's still got some more to go like if i if i bring it to you in this metaphor like bringing it all together should we say i'd say like kenny s is kind of like a pele kind of figure like he is the kid from like the the previous age you know before this iteration of cs where like he was just like the crazy like dominant player um but then moving forward into these days you've got like um simple and zaiwu as um messi and ronaldo and then <clears throat> nico's kind of like floating there as in the conversation but like not up to the mark as the kind of like a neymar type player for the modern like football game and i just think like if kenny s wants to come back like he has to he has to kind of like start from the bottom again i don't know that's just me we have a round of applause for the football analogies there as well like i i love that <laughs> that's like bang on the money i i i kind of agree with you though i mean like you know it, when you look back over like the history of CS, you know, when you look back at all the professional players that we've had, like these big impact players, these massive kind of personalities, these big kind of um, personalities within within you know sport, Kenny S is definitely one of the players that's up there, right? Like you're always going to remember mm -hmm. those. You're always going to remember those frag reels from previous majors, from like DreamHack 2017 when he played in Masters of Malmo and you know you're always going to think back at those kind of eras of Kenny S um I think he has got a bit of work to get back up to that kind of level but he still I think he still got it when he needs it you know like I think if you yeah. put him on a you know not to put him on a pedestal or anything like that and be like you know he's he's the greatest he's this that and the other but I, I think he's he's you know got a really good fighting chance to get him back up into that kind of uh, bracket of player that that personality that we saw previously from him um, you know, out of the show matches, back into a G2 squad and just kind of you know, swinging that off around every which way but loose. And uh, I'm interested to, to see uh, to see more from him. I mean, speaking of uh, IEM, though, and 
again, we should probably talk about uh, some of the other players. Device. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's going to be missing Blast as well. Yeah. He is. Yeah. That's rough. <laughs> yeah, that is rough. Yeah. I, um, uh, sorry to uh, break that news for you. Yeah, it came out today, I think it was, Java, or yesterday? Something like uh, that. Yeah. yeah um, they'll miss Blast. Is it personal reasons or? Uh, illness, I think it was, if I remember rightly from Twitter. Ooh. Um, uh, yeah, sorry to break the bad news. <laughs> uh, to you, James, yeah, um, yeah, he's missed out on Blast. I, I'm almost positive it's illness. I, I, I'm at with that. I'll actually look for it, look it up, Jam. You, you continue talking. I'll, I'll look it. Uh, no, it is illness. Yeah, I, it I is illness. While, okay. while you're talking, but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, that, uh, sorry, I just read that the COO for Nip is stepping in as coach while threat. Um, takes like that new position, uh, the new role in the technical director seat. So that's going to be interesting, to say the least. I... Wait, as in the CEO for for NIP is going to be stepping in, not yeah. like another coach. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that is certainly a power move. Like... <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's different. Does he have any? I mean, like I'm assuming he has some sort of coaching history then, or. Is he is he just the operational officer and and he's just going like do you know what I can play I can play CS I can do that easy. I'm assuming he. he from what, what do you I know his see, name? Uh, C Calc C A C A L C. He's got C-A-L-C. nothing on HLTV apart from one time that he played with Young Ninjas. Uh, what date was that? Back in. 28th of January of this year. So he's played once for Young Ninjas, went 10 to 37. And that's about okay. all, all okay. his HLTV profile has. Um, so he is actually, I, 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 I've researched while you're researching. Why not? Um, Wikipedia, okay. the next best place to go to when you want to find out what player, right? Yep. Um, he's a retired Danish professional Counter Strike player from 1.6 era. Um, yeah, he's got quite a number of tournaments under his belt as well. I mean, um, the majority of them are C-tier tournaments, S-tier tournaments, a few of them packed into it as well, um, playing for a number of different teams. Um, his last team played for is 2006, and that was four, by the looks of things, uh, Team Dignitas. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's got um, he's got some teams under his belt, but he's also got a, what, what's that, 2006... He's, he's, he's just coaching though he isn't playing right yeah yeah he's got he's coaching yeah. that's it so yeah. i i guess it, it won't affect them too much because there are the occasional tournaments that these professionals do go to without their coach player is injured or with their coach playing rather than um rather than uh coaching and they'll just have an empty coaching spot so i imagine that the coach will take mo- take over most of the igling duties and I mean, we're just speculating now, so there's no point carrying this Yeah, I, I, I kind of, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes. I mean, like, uh, well, I say I'm interested to see how it goes. We've got less than 24 hours to see how it goes, because tomorrow is when Blast starts for the World Premier, uh, the World Premier, the World, uh, World, world Finals. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember words we, the right around. It would be without, we wouldn't to, it? Should we move to actual speculation on transfer news? 
Yes, Ooh. yes. This is like That's Jammer's right. favorite thing to send, by the way, via DM. It's like, <laughs> have you seen this on my days? <laughs> yeah. I'm just so hyped to see like what our shit hot takes are. But anyway, yeah. Monacy um, has almost been confirmed to move to G2. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. That's... Who? <laughs> Who's he going to replace, though? Word... I mean, like, like I don't, I don't know much about the player, but who would he be ended up replacing? Word... Well, Monazi, for those of you uh, who have not heard of this guy, is like the next simple incarnate. Like, this dude is the mad crack orper that we've not seen. This is like the new coming of Kenny S from what we hear on the street, but he's, I think, Ukrainian or Russian, so he was on Oh, wait there. Is this the yeah? I was gonna say is this this is the young kid from Navi Junior. Okay, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, know, um, I know, I know who you're on about now. Yeah, he's been bought to G two, and the word on the street is it was for six hundred thousand dollars. My God, that's Ooh. like what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is what it is. What G two need, though, I I think because Star Opera. I mean, I, I mean maybe, the... maybe not a Star Opera, but someone who is who who actually specializes in the orc because i think they they did miss that a bit during sometimes getting those opening picks during the major i don't, I don't know if you guys felt the same way but yeah i mean they watching. managed to get to a major grand finals without an author like imagine mm, if yeah. they had a sick author in that situation nico would have gotten mm. mvp we might have seen simple robbed of another major all these <laughs> kind of mad storylines but yeah, I think that's going to be interesting. Um, Monacy obviously will probably replace one of the French players. Um, another bit of speculation is Rops is looking for a new home, and um, it's kind of looking to be G2 or um, uh, FaZe, I think. FaZe would be an interesting one. Yeah, FaZe um, are rebuilding. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that, that is the reformation of the squad, then, more or less. Speaking of reformations as well, there was a rumor that <laughs> I don't know if it's still legitimately a rumor or not, but the uh, Stewie rumors. Oh, uh, Stewie going to EG. Yeah, yeah, and rebuilding yeah. Evil Geniuses as well. I have like no extra information on that, but I do know that Liquid. Um, yeah, Liquid are uh, looking at rebuilding, aren't they, for next year? Yeah, so the word on the street for that new squad is going to be Naf, Elige, Nitro, OC, and then either Shocks or Vinny, which I think Ooh, has a lot of potential. Yeah, I'd, think, I'd say Shocks or Vinny, but yeah, that's either way it's got potential regardless. The four stack before you can get the Shocks is bang. That's, uh... It's a shame that you didn't mention Grim, did you? No, he's been cut. No. That, that's a shame, because I, I, I really did like Grim. But I, think... I think it didn't work because they took a star player and put him in bitch rolls. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because he's he's not been too healthy as far as like starting is concerned. Um, I mean they, they've they've forced him into the starting position because it's well, Liquid have forced him into the starting position because they don't have anyone else that can really step into that role. Um, yeah, and I, I don't think he's had the best of time since. Same with Fallen though, really as well. Whilst they've been mm. playing together, um, I mean that that's that sounds more like a liquid team anyway, like the rebuild reformation of it, and you know, evil geniuses. If if the Stevie two K rumors are true about Stevie moving to evil geniuses and then kind of building that team up, like the names that I've heard floating around are the names that you've mentioned to me that are floating around for evil geniuses. Like that's going to be another really really big squad. 
um, like a revitalization of like a North America team. Do you know what I mean? Like it's going to be crazy. Back to like old school NACS day. Yeah, exactly. Make NA great again. Um, <laughs> I think the interesting thing to look forward to is is Blast though, right? Like, um, you know, m- moving into uh, World Finals. You know, Liquid have got um, Liquid are playing in the World Finals. They're going to be playing against Navi tomorrow. I think it is their first game. Yeah. Um, I'm working throughout the entirety of the day, so I'm not going to have it up for definitely on my tablet next to me on my laptop. I promise. Like that's not going to happen. Of course. <laughs> uh, and if you see any tweets from me saying, you know, I can't believe X Y Z, if they get sent to my boss, then I will be very unhappy. But it is, what it is. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll I'll be watching it kind of in the background with uh, with a, with great expectation because I want to kind of see. I want to see Navi basically batter Liquid and continue to just batter teams. <laughs> Like it's yeah. really bad to say it like that, but that's just okay. the way that they they feel like they're built for now. I'll put you. I'll put that into a nicer set of words. I like living through greatness, right? Okay. So we've witnessed a couple of those <laughs> kinds of moments from different yeah. sports, like Tom Brady, the goat of uh, mm-hmm. American quarterbacking. Um, we've lived through Michael Jordan, um, Serena Williams for women's tennis, like we, we've lived through... for for Swansea City. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> We've lived through a couple of like goats, like greatness. I think mm. what we're waiting to see is like true kind of greatness in CS. And I know we've had the Astralis era, but like I don't think we've had the same kind of Jordan type figure in this kind of like new esports world compared to, you know, basketball or American football, where we've had like one guy who's like the guy and then yeah. a like mad crack team around him. And this is kind of like the first or not the first time it's happened in cs but it's the first time that's happened in the modern era of cs where the game's blown up and you've got like millions of dollars pumped into different teams and everyone's trying to like vie for each other it's competitive and then you've still got this crack team of players who are actually going to form their own era and i think that's kind of like what we've always been on the precipice of with simple we just need it to manifest now with the likes of bit and electronic because he's got that um, two, he's got that. The team has got what they say. Like the, in basketball, you sort of have, need to have two and a half star players yeah. if you want to win an NBA championship. I don't know yeah. if you guys have heard that. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and I, I think, like you said, Navi finally have that two and a half. That I, 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 I know that it doesn't quite translate into CS, but it, it two and a half does feel like the right number. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got a player like. Like Carol, um, you know, Perfecto as well. Also um, yeah. earlier, like swinging into the into the mix, you know, they're, they're healthy as far as score lines are concerned. They're healthy as far as like the way that they play, but it's it's it it feels like okay uh, to liken it to football terminology once again. And and this isn't going to make much sense, but it'll make sense when I get to the end of it. I promise. Like Man City a number of years ago bought all these like high profile players, right? Yeah, um, they mm. bought like the mm. best players in the world, chucked Nicker them into a squad. Yeah, yeah, and they were like, yeah. play football. Do I mean to play together, and and you're going to be great. And it took like four or five seasons for them to really get to that point where they were playing like a mixed, like a really good team. You know, they had really good team play, and you know, players were taken away. They were slotted in different places, and then all of a sudden they became like a, a big powerhouse of, of the Premier League. Kind of feels that way with 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 with, uh, with Navi in a way. You know, they've had shifts here and there. They've had little bits of tweaking in the background, and you know, like you've got Bit who's just come into the into the team last player coming in like ten well, a year ago, I think. Actually, now by this point, 
or less. It must be about a year. They got Perfecto coming in, who's just under their like that two year, three year limit mark, and they've just kind of like formed themselves around each other, and they now play like this high class team. Like, uh, there's not many teams I can boast having like a ninety five percent win average, right? Um, there's not many teams that can boast having that kind of impact into into CS. Um, I made no sense whatsoever what I was saying. I know I didn't. And I know <laughs> that there's going to be a message from either you, Jakey most likely, will probably message me. be like, what the hell are you on about? Like, are you on crack or something? But yeah, like, there's not many teams that can boast the, the, the way that they now play versus the way that they did play. Yeah. Yeah. I I can kind of get the sentiment that you're going with there, and like, yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, looking forward, I don't know who can challenge this squad. Like, obviously, it's going to take time for teams like Astralis, Liquid. Like, I feel like most of the competitors of this Navi squad are going into a rebuild phase. That's like kind of buying this kind of like golden ticket for Navi to establish their era, but you still kind of have other teams that are still um vying for that spot. Like G2, like if they get Monacy, I, I fully expect them to hit the ground running, like hit some sort of like magic honeymoon period and upset Navi at some point. But hmm. we're just kind of like waiting at this point, waiting to see what happens. And I feel like that's happened a lot in CS. Like we were waiting to see how long the Astralis era would last. We were waiting to see if NA could, you know, not be dead. Um, but none of those kinds of prayers have been answered yet. Yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if the deal was done and dusted for, for him to come to G2 already, you could have potentially seen it happen in Worlds. Um, because, I mean, if things go the way that they're... If things go the way that people expect them to go, Navi beats Liquid, right? Like, I, I think that one is, I think that mm -hmm. one's fairly safe to say that that's going to happen. Like, I, I don't want to be that like, guy. Uh, what they call major major hangovers or whatever. They've been yeah. partying too much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, Gambit Heroic is going to be the next game after. I think in, in the, well, it's the next game, the game of the day. You know, out of them two. I mean, odds wise, it's looking more better. It's looking more better, better more for Gambit than Heroic, right? Like you'd expect it to swing that direction. And then if we mm -hmm. keep building that kind of mentality of like, okay, well, this is the next game, this is the next game, this is the next game. G two would potentially meet Navi in the upper finals. Um, you know, if they beat NIP, which I mean, it, it is looking like a strong likelihood that they will. Vitality versus Astralis. Astralis is in the um, opening bracket round just after them on Wednesday. You know, if they can pick up a win against um, either one of those sides, realistically speaking, yeah, we could have a Navi G two upper final. Um, you know, for a place in the in the grand finals. Um, you know, we could be seeing a completely a, a complete uh, repeat of major more or less in in the grand finals, depending on what happens with consolidation finals as well. And yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if that happens. That would be that would be kind of cool, really, wouldn't it, to get both those teams in the grand final again? Yeah, man. I I'm just sad that we saw the last dance of Vitality. Yeah. Do you think so? I don't know how well Magisk and Dupree are going to slot in, especially can, like they only just got their like you you know their big grand finals win after all this work, and like it is their last dance. Like Magisk and Dupree are coming in 
like very soon as well as Zonic. So obviously I think they'll do they'll do okay. It'll take them maybe like six months, maybe a year for them to get to the point where they're doing okay again. But like I don't know. I feel like they only just cracked the code and then they're disbanding, you know? Six months is a long time in CS terms as well. That's a lot of tournaments. That's a lot of matches being played. Did you get yeah. to that point? But you think it's going to be like dig- Dignitas Nip or they're just going to sort of fade? What, uh, the vitality? You... No, yes. I think, I think they're, they're going to have like flashes of brilliance and stuff, but the the understanding it takes to communicate in a game like CS in your second language, like it, it's just it takes way too long than people consider for it to work. Like if you think about um, the, the original iterations of like phase or um, I don't know, I can't really think of too many other super teams that have like managed to make it work. Maybe the, the new version of G2, like that's a super team. Like it took mm. all of these teams, like at least, at least like two to three months before like doing anything significant. Right. Yeah. So, like, the language barrier is something that is really real, and I think we're in this weird zone of CS. We're in the, like, twilight zone where players are just kind of, like, dotting around everywhere, like, oh, yeah, I can I can speak Swedish, I can speak French, I can I can speak, like, I don't know, Serbian, Canadian, like, Canadian's not a language, but, like, they, they're just <laughs> yeah, making I know. moves. I know what you mean. <laughs> roles fit rather than trying to think about what, you know, you can work with in terms of communication. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't, like to see like the overall competitive level of cs drop because players are trying to like fit roles instead of fit like communication or just like being a good team i don't know yeah Uh, on the other but yeah uh no no, you you go you go steve i I was gonna change the subject entirely so no let's finish with you first of all (laughs) i I, I was actually gonna uh do a similar thing i was gonna uh ask about uh the f1 and <laughs> let's go <laughs> oh i see i i don't like watching men drive running really high performance cars and around and around in circles uh, so i'm gonna i'm gonna bow out of this conversation yeah. i'll let you two kind well, of run it, away with it i'm right there with you nick in that i don't like to watch them drive around i like to see crashes but ah oh, wow okay yeah, oh, yeah. The spice the spice on this <laughs> are you like a nascar fan as well right uh <laughs> no 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 just f1 just f1 um, Come on, James. So, Give us so to, uh, to set the scene, then uh, Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen, the two championship protagonists, are equal on points uh, with Max Verstappen taking mm. quite a big lead into middle into the middle of the season, and with Lewis Hamilton winning the last four, three, four races uh, to bring them level on. Uh, I think it's three hundred and sixty something points. 363, 365 and a half, something like that, points mm-hmm. into the final race. And uh, Max Verstappen takes pole. Um, they line up uh, on, the, on the front of the grid at, at the beginning of the race. Uh, Lewis Hamilton charges off the line, taking the lead of the Grand Prix. Um, yep. <laughs> So uh, midway through the race, Hamilton starts to take a bit of a lead. Verstappen has to pit early because he started on the softs, hoping to get uh, a better start over Lewis. But obviously, Lewis has got has Lewis reacted something like 0.1 of a second quicker than Max, and because of how fast these cars accelerate, 
then uh, Lewis Lewis takes the lead because of I guess his better reaction times. That's so, so just sorry to interject there, but that small difference caused so much like impact is like kind of bullshit. Not gonna lie. But <laughs> yeah. <on. laughs> um. So Lewis Lewis takes the lead. Max Verstappen comes in for his pit stop first, uh, and then. Uh, Lewis Lewis comes in after Max uh, to basically perform a mirror strategy, so that he's going to have the better tire. He's going to come out ahead of Max, and he's always going to have a slightly better tire than Max. So he's the strategy is basically just to mirror and stay ahead of Verstappen. But uh, Red, Red Bull uh, deployed their first sort of trump card, and that is Max Verstappen's teammate uh, Checo Perez. Um, and so Perez, uh, is left, basically left out to dry and basically to hold up Hamilton, um, when Hamilton catches back up after his pit stop to retime, try and retake the, the race lead. So, um, when Hamilton catches up to Checo, then honestly, one of the greatest sort of like on track battles probably of the season takes place where Lewis, Lewis, well, Checo defends, and then Lewis manages to overtake him. But just as Max is coming back, but just as Max is coming back, Checo then retakes the lead and slows Hamilton down from having what is essentially an eight-nine second advantage. I think it was right to Max Verstappen having less than a second behind Hamilton before letting him back through. Eventually, uh, Hamilton then extends his lead. I'm, I've got to be honest, I wasn't feeling particularly well, so I did fall asleep. Up until, with five laps to go, Nicholas Latifi crashes uh, uh, on, on the track, and there's debris spread all across the track, so the safety car has to come out. And uh, they're not sure they're going to clear the track in time. Uh, for the race to continue. So if things stay as it is, then Lewis Hamilton will uh, will win the Grand Prix. Um, um, ju- uh, just as I, I forget to mention, just as um, as the car crashes, as the car as uh, Nicholas Satifi crashes, Max Verstappen manages to dive into the pit lane to pit for soft tires. Because he knows that with five, with five, six laps to go, then um, there is, if the race gets restarted and they're both on old hard tyres, then Verstappen is not going to win. So he has to, he has to take a risk. Um, and that puts him behind a load of lapped cars. Uh, so basically, because Lewis and Max are so fast, They've gone and lapped the majority of the field. They've overtaken the majority of the field at least once. It's, it just shows sort of how how unfair the grid is a little bit because you're only ever going to compete for the title if you're in, in one of these top teams. Um, but that aside, we, it's not NASCAR, I suppose. You're not all driving the same, uh, what are they, Chevys or Ford F-150s or whatever they are. Getting <laughs> distracted. Action. <laughs> I'm not really sure where this is going. Anyway, so <laughs> um, 
the two team bosses, Christian Horner for Red Bull, Max Verstappen's sort of race chief, and Lewis Hamilton's race chief, Toto Wolff, are on the radio to the to the uh, to the head steward, uh, Michael Massey, basically pleading their case, like let them race or no, end the race here because there's no time um, to fit because there's no time to get the track safely cleared. But somehow they managed to get the uh, track safely cleared with one lap to go. But as I mentioned before, there's a problem for Max because there's a load of lapped cars ahead of him that he's got to pass before he can challenge Lewis Hamilton for the uh, world championship. Um, but just before they release the safety car, Michael Massey, the race chief, the race, the head steward, lets all of the lapped cars back and allows Max Verstappen to drive right up to the back of Lewis Hamilton, who is on old hard tyres, whereas Max Verstappen is on uh, his brand new soft tyres. Uh, and then they bring the safety car in and the two cars go racing with Toto Wolff screaming at Michael Massey saying, this is not fair, Michael, this is not fair. Um, uh, Max Verstappen then takes the lead, I think, into into turn five at the end of the first sector, uh, taking his opportunity to pass at the first possible opportunity. Um, this is then followed by uh, a very, very long straight, which Lewis Hamilton has the opportunity to close back down to Max because I think Max made his move too early, being excited to sort of take the lead and as they are battling up to turn six and seven, uh, Max Verstappen goes in a little bit deep into turn six, whereas Lewis sort of calmly, thinking Lewis is going to make a dive into turn six, whereas Lewis, um, Lewis waits because obviously Lewis is a six-time world champion, so he's not going to make a stupid move. Uh, and that allows, uh, into the, at the end of the next sector, there is one sort of one more passing opportunity around the chicane of 12, turns 12 and 13, Lewis uh, is slowly catching up to Max as they go around the track. And at, 12, at turns 12 and 13, then Lewis makes his attempt. But because Max is on the better tyres, the new tyres, then uh, Max manages to hold position and come round to the finish in the lead with, uh, Michael, with uh, Toto Wolf screaming at, um, at, at um, Michael Massey. <laughs> and the Red Bull garage sort of celebrating massively. And uh, we get this most glorious, um, glorious of quotes from Michael Massey to shut Toto Wolf up saying, Michael, this is, we, we are car racing. This is car racing. <laughs> and then cuts the, cuts the phone off, cuts the mic off. <laughs> and the, the whole thing looked very, very manufactured, but it was extremely exciting. I don't know. I don't know if I uh, explained that very well, but oof. yeah, I mean, like my so my uh, yesterday afternoon, yesterday afternoon is when we were supposed to be recording the podcast. My, I, I, uh, I, I stepped in to be completely honest with you, and then Jamo was like, "Do you want to do it tomorrow?" I was like, "Yeah, definitely, man. It's fine." Um, but I, when I went downstairs, my old man was watching the F one, and um, like he very rarely watches racing unless it's like a big sort of event. Mm. Um, and I got, I, I walked in through man's the. Um, the safety car went out um and he was like oh this should be interesting and i was like what do you mean and he tried to explain to me but i just couldn't just didn't get it to be honest like 
Um, but uh, for all intents and purposes, my understanding is Lewis Hamilton feels robbed, not by mm. Max Verstappen, but by the FIA, whatever it's called, FIA? FIA, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, Max Verstappen raced the race, you know, he did whatever he, whatever he did to, to, you know, to race, but um, the FIA have made a, from from all intents and purposes, made a really shit call, to be completely honest, is, is from what, what I'm gathering from it, at least anyway, because my understanding is that when the safety car's out, you can't overtake. Um, mm-hmm. For safety, safety cars on the track, yeah, exactly. For safety reasons, yeah. but you can't overtake the safety car, but you can't overtake any other car either. You you have to like do the the weaving in and out thing, don't they? Where they keep the tires warm. Mm. Um, and from what I've read about yesterday, at least anyway, Max Verstappen kind of goes to overtake him before the safety cars off the track, give himself oh, a little mm. bit of an extra head start or something. Oh no, no, Lewis stops, I think, to try and buy. Uh, the team director Toto Wolf chance to appeal the decision very quickly, because obviously, as the, these decisions are made by people, um, and they and before before the safety car restarted, you heard uh, Christian Horner, who's the Red Bull chief, basically begging Michael Massey to let them race, uh, let let the race continue, and you hear Toto Wolf. Because you can hear the radio, not necessarily live, but uh, they give you snippets of like the team radio. Yeah, and then you can hear Toto Wolff saying, "No, end the race here. It's it can't. They can't possibly have cleared the track. Whatever." Basically, trying to secure the win for his man. And I, I, I think maybe if there was another lap and they let the lapped cars go, then okay, I can see that for them racing on the last lap. But the fact that they let the lap cars go and then they let them race on the same lap, so the lap cars are still catching up right round to the back of the pack, then I don't think that was right. And I think I think Lewis was robbed a bit there. I remember, I, I mean, I, I left the room when um, uh, when they were talking about uh, or, uh, Mercedes basically walked into the FIA meeting with the barrister. I was like... <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's enough for me for racing. Thank you very much, Oli. This is this. But yeah, I mean, it, it seems like for all intents and purposes. And, and I, I think there's, when I was looking at the uh, BBC News today, uh, like BBC Sport News, there's going to be some form of investigation into it. Hmm. They'll be they'll be probably dealing with this until the next, um, the next, next track day. Next, yeah, next season. So it'll be, uh, yeah. what? February in Melbourne, maybe? This will be like the thing which will be probably the, the most talked about thing up until that point. And then all of a sudden there'll be something new and controversial to talk about and people yeah, will well, forget about it ever yeah, happening. There's new, there's new regulations coming in next season as well. So mm-hmm. uh, the, the, I think Mercedes are a little bit worried about the fact that their dominance maybe this might be the last. Because Mercedes have been dominant for the last, what they call the turbo hybrid era for the past five, six years. So yeah. the fact that they've had their sort of crown stolen from them on their last sort of last hurrah of this this rule set, this uh, design, this car design, then I think I think they're going to be a bit salty about that as well. So a lot of my mates who watch a lot of F1, they're all talking about the 2022 cars. Mm. Um, and one like kind of wondering what 2022 cars are going to look like and how they're going to perform, what they're going to what their performance is going to be like. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, when I spoke to my dad about it, I was like, I'm, I'm not really 
knowledgeable enough to really have a good conversation, if that makes sense. But um, I think what I probably will end up doing is probably watch start watching a few bits and pieces here and there before the next season starts in February and kind of get to a bit of a grips with it and understanding of it. Because it, like cars and stuff like that have always been a fascination with me. Um, I, I really want to go to uh, Festival of Speed. Ooh, good, good one. Uh, yeah, good word. Yeah, I've, I've really want to go there. Um, because I used to do a lot of car shows years ago when I was uh, still a young man, and uh, <laughs> uh, I used to take a camera with me, take a few pictures for friends and stuff like that, like local classic car events as well. And yeah, so I've wanted to do uh, Goodwood for all, for a while now, um, but I've never really been a massive fan of motorsport in that respect. I'm more of a fan of the cars, um, which is probably. Yeah. If like if the, I re- if I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, then um, the major rule changes is they're bringing back uh, uh, ground effect to some okay. degree using yeah. venturi tunnels under using venturi tunnels under the car, uh, and then they're also massively simplifying the the aerodynamics over the top of the car. So making the wing wing smaller and removing yeah. the barge boards, yeah, thus making allowing cars to be able to race closer behind each other because they've got less what they call dirty air, so air that's turbulent. And because these F one cars, you know, they're desi- I know Sorry. what dirty air is. I mean, I know what dirty air is. So I play a lot of flight simulator games. Okay, mm. so I, am, uh, I, I see. Fu- I'm fully, I'm cleared up on aerodynamics in that respect because I play a lot of DCS. Um, ah, I see, I see. Yes, I get you now. Okay, so they're addressing the cars to make it a bit more aerodynamic so they don't have dirty air, which is forcing drivers yeah. to back off too much. Okay. Yes. I mean, yeah. that, that'll make for more exciting races, at least, yes, anyway, right? Because exactly. you're, you're going to be tighter on the arse of the, the guy in front of you, then it's going to be definitely more exciting. And, and that's for definitely... you, at least, not for him. <laughs> And that's that's another reason why they're bringing back these venturi tunnels, these uh, this ground effect, because the ground effect is not affected by the dirty air, which means that even when they pull up close behind another racer, they're still going they're going to have a lot more downforce than they would do other than they would do otherwise with, at, the, at the moment, because I think it's something like ninety percent plus of the uh error of the grip aerodynamically is generated over the top of the car which means that when you can't sit in the dirty air behind some other car for more than a lap or two otherwise it starts to uh starts to put additional strain on your tires as they try to grip and you you just can't race for it it just isn't race isn't good racing i guess sorry this is the other thing i uh i I kind of been looking at as well with with f1 because um, I obviously saw that yesterday and then proceeded to see every single meme you could possibly imagine being made about Lewis Hamilton. Um, <laughs> like, the, I saw one on TikTok earlier on, it was, uh, it was like some watch commercial that he's on, and he's like, I can stop time, and, you know, I, I'll have to find it and, and send it to you after. Uh, but then it's just master staff and just mm. laughing his head off, like, on the track and everything, laughing about it. Um, but yeah, like the amount of money that's involved in F1 is just unreal as well. Uh, like I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, because I, I remember reading about Lewis Hamilton having to step down from one of the races because of COVID. Mm. Uh, so mm. the junior driver took over for him. The junior driver is like 20 odd years of age. Oh, but George, George, George Russell. George Russell. Yeah. 
Yeah, it earns That's like six cool. times more than I'll ever earn in my entire life, most likely, for just driving a <laughs> car every now and again. You just sit there going like, bro, I tried to work every now and again. I could do I could do F1. Yeah. I think Jammy, right. Jammy, you could do F1. I can design it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's good enough. It's good enough, I suppose. Uh, back to the matter at hand, though. Um, thank you for the, the insight into F1, though. Uh, I I will eventually get around to looking into it. I'm more of a boxing UFC type dude myself. I watch rugby, obviously, being Welsh. I'm, I have to support my national team because it's like it's the rules. I wish I was lying, but it actually is like Welsh government rules. If you're Welsh, you have to follow Wales in rugby, otherwise you get kicked out of Wales. Um, uh, but yeah, back to the, the matter at hand. Um, currently ongoing at the minute from CS side of things, we'll roll it back to the Counter-Strike conversation, because that's what I'm more knowledgeable about. Thanks to the one viewer that listened to all of that. All of that. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, I, no. I got... <laughs> no, no, you're good, you're good. You're fine, honestly. It's actually interesting to listen to, though, because like, I, I I know absolutely nothing about F1, but at the same time, I now feel more knowledgeable having listened to you talk about F1 and kind of like explain how things kind of work within F1. So yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. Even if Jama wants to rip a joke at your expense. <laughs> you're, you're no bully Jama. Um, <laughs> currently ongoing within CS though um, is the SEA Advanced Season 39, um, which is currently being played as we speak uh, for the upper finals into the Breach versus Skade. Um, me and Jammer have covered both teams on more than one occasion over the last uh, 12 months. And uh, Into the Breach currently, they've lost the first map on Nuke um, and they're into second map and they're kind of leading a little bit, but uh, falling the wayside. Um, but I mean, the reason I fetch it up is because of the way that uh, the, the season's kind of progressed um, since the kind of opening rounds of the upper bracket way back on the what day was it? It's like sixth of December. I can't believe we're already nearly at the end of the month. By the way, like we're already <laughs> fifteen days into it. But how quick this season has gone for like ESEA. Um, you know, it only feels like the other day that we were waiting to go to Epiclan. I think that's in part due to the fact that we're we're meant to cast a lot of the ESEA games, but the our contractual agreement like team got forfeit wins like four out of like thirteen games. So like yeah, it was it was like a stunted season for us, but yeah, it has gone quick to be fair. Like, I I just can't believe that we're at the end of another season, and next year starting season forty, I'm gonna be forty. I'm joking. I'm not gonna be forty years of age. That was <laughs> cringe sentence I've ever said in my entire life. But yeah, like you're know, swinging into like next season. Um, you know, we we've got uh, some stuff on the cards. I think we're like. Working out who we're going to be covering. James, are you going to be playing any CS for teams next year? You you planned on like making a surprise appearance in a team? Um, I mean, if anyone, I've, I'm currently um, a free agent, so if uh, anyone is looking or <laughs> recruiting for um, someone who's uh, MG1 or at that level, then I, I am open. My DMs are open, so uh, give give me a shout. <laughs> So there's, there's a week before Jammer in it, right? There's a week before teams get finalized on the SEA and the Open. Yeah. And if you look at Twitter, it's like every other tweet is LFT or every other tweet is like looking for two extra people to join my team for Open this season. Like you genuinely, <laughs> you genuinely just go on Twitter, you'll get a team like no issue whatsoever. 
What yeah. was the stage, Alan? I was going to say, um, should we round things out with some games mm. that we're looking forward to playing over the Christmas break while uh, we get a little break from casting as well? Yeah, definitely. Um, you and I now, uh, well, tomorrow is our final cast of uh, 2021. Yep. I have to remember what year we were in then. It's going to be our final cast of 2021. Uh, we're covering a charity tournament for uh, Corporate Esports Association. Um, and that's it then. Nothing until the new year. Ta- in theory, nothing until the new year. But no, I would like we'll probably get asked, do you want to cover this for us real quick? For like the, yeah. the, the last week of the year? Um, yeah, I am going to be... So I'm, I'm currently playtesting through one game, which I'm not going to talk about because it's under NDA. Mm. Um, yeah, I, surpri- I keep surprising Jammer with this all the time. Like Jammer Thank goes... Really. Gen- list. I wish I could show you the DMs, but I really can't. But anyway, we we have this DM me and Jam do today. He sent me a link to a game, and he was like, "Hey, dude, have you seen this game before?" And I was like, "Yeah, my name is on the credit roll for it. <laughs> do you want a key?" Like, I just gave just gave him a key for the game, and he's like, "How? How do you? How? How?" And I'm like, "I used to I used to alpha test for loads of different places, like loads of different people. I just get wow. given a game and just like, yeah, here you go, try this out and let us know what you find bug report wise." Um, yeah, um, so I'm alpha testing a game at the minute, which I can't talk about. Um, I am probably going to be putting some time into Escape from Tarkov because that's just wiped, as I mentioned. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I'm a glutton for punishment, basically. I hate myself, <laughs> so that's just the way that it's going to be. Um, I have been playing an unorthodox amount of Minecraft. Wow. Um, Minecraft is like low key. They're not even low key. It's just. It's just a fun game. One point one eight came out, and I, I, I wish I could explain to you the amount of, like the, how wonderful the caves are. The caves are just unreal, dude. Like, it's everything that you thought Minecraft was going to be back in like version one, way back when when it first came out on like um, Java, first came out on PC. Um, I don't even want to tell you the date that it came out on PC because it's going to make me feel incredibly old straight away. Um, but when when Minecraft first started, this is what like the but the like the final iteration of it what you expected it to be. But there's even more to come, which is even great. Um, other than that, Java, I'm looking forward to Ready or Not when I can actually get a key for it. Yes, um, you told me. Yeah, it's one of the games I didn't get a chance to alpha test. Um, you can buy into Alpha Test now, and your name goes in the credits. So I'm just going. Well, it's Christmas. I'm going to treat myself and get it eventually. Um, as soon as the the Steam, as soon as Steam given or uh, keys to give away. Uh, how about you, Jammer? What are you looking forward to? Um, so that I'm looking forward to a couple of games actually. Like me and my girlfriend started playing Far Cry Five together, and that's been nice. pretty fun. Um, I'm actually looking forward to. Seeing what the new update for Cyberpunk is, because despite what everyone says, I still think it's a fun game to play. It may be not what was promised, maybe not what was expected. Still fun. Um, I'm going to enjoy it. CS, obviously. Um, then there's GTFO, that like co-op like survival horror game. Um, Halo. I- I'm really enjoying the new Halo, honestly. I, I've, um, I've been wanting to try the new Halo, uh, but I've, I've obviously had my exams stuff but i'm finally free yeah so man hopefully fingers crossed my internet will hold out and i will be able to play some uh some halo mate uh, okay we haven't touched on it but i just want to let the people at home know james is in the most awkward and like 
silly situation in terms of home internet right now like he has a pc he can game for all intents and purposes to a reasonable degree the reason this man has not played a game with like me or nick or, or anyone from the like sasha stream community and all that kind of stuff is because this like, james want to explain the internet situation at home because i'm gonna be my rate honestly uh, I, I would accept my door is open, so uh, the whole house is okay. here. So, um... <laughs> all right, I'll go over it real quick. So, um, James has really shit internet at his house. Uh, like, okay. his house, sorry, and... I, I get uh, I get a whole zero point eight megabits per second. Oh my god, that's yeah. like dark ages. Yeah, and... we shit. We want AOL dialer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, 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 EE, no. EE, e, e. old school, oh not, even, not even like EE e and BT, like the new one, the old, old EE. As part of my uh, course where I had to upload a load of files, um, and the internet was so, was so slow that I had to go around to someone else's house because it would have taken oh my God. five days of non-stop download. To to upload, so not download to upload to upload this this set of I think it, I think it was I think it was fairly big. It was like uh, fifteen sixteen gigabytes of data. Take yeah. five days straight of just upload for it to be able That's to upload. Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> like to oh. think that that would be the case. Like I I couldn't I I honestly I I don't think I could live with internet like that. Yeah, I, I suppose, I suppose it has been help. I suppose it has been helpful in some ways in the fact that I now only have my coursework to do, so I don't get distracted. Which I guess is, <laughs> yeah. I which I, I, I guess is. Uh, uh, how do you watch? Okay, how do you watch films? Like, if you're like Netflix, do you know what I mean? Netflix has like a minimum requirement for bandwidth. Well, well, goes around to the corners, and dude opens his coat, and there's DVDs under it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still getting no, films from Blockbuster and stuff like that? Like, <laughs> is, this, is this where we're at? Like, no, not not God. quite that bad. Not quite that bad. Um, it surprisingly at standard definition, if um, if one device is using the internet, you can watch a film. <laughs> oh, that's insane! Like I, yep. I made the decision, conscious decision, years ago when I first started doing streaming and. Actually, when I first started playing PUBG for, for teams and, and playing in tournaments, I was like, right, I'm going to pay for the internet for the house, specifically so it's in my name, so I can pick what connection I get, hmm. um, rather than kind of like picking the lowest one like you would normally have done. Um, so the internet in our house is in my name, and uh, me and Jam, Jam were talking about this the other day, I'm, I'm not going to move out next year, um, like I'm going to mortgage and house and actually becoming an adult for a change. And the internet's coming with me, and they don't know that yet. Sorry, my dad, if you listen to this podcast, even though you probably wouldn't support it in that way. Um, it's coming with me whether they like it or not. So, yeah. That's um, crazy. No, nah, yeah. I, I, I think I think if, if the situation doesn't improve soon, then as soon as I get a job, then I might, then I, I might just do that. Just, I like, mean, like you say, just buy the ass. There's, there's contact numbers you can use for uh, like child abuse lines, like genuine, <laughs> just, like yeah. I'm making like a bad situation there, like unfortunately, genuinely. Unfortunately, given that I am an adult, then I think it would be classed as uh, adult abuse rather than child abuse. So, you got no, any? You uh, can still get away with child abuse easily. Like, 
when you go when you go to Tesco's with your parents, do they park in the mother and child? <laughs> no, they, they, still they, do. they, they, they are they still, are they are respectable okay. city. They 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 do uh, give the appearance of respectable citizens. Oh, yeah, <laughs> my mum did that up until like I was like seventeen, eighteen. I was like, Come on, now, seriously. I'm 17 years old. You can't keep parking the mother and child thing. Once again, sorry, <laughs> mum, if you end up listening to this. Um, Jeremy, you mentioned Cyberpunk. Did you watch the interview with Keanu Reeves? Um, no, but I'm a fan of Keanu Reeves. So I like this is very quickly. I'll, I'll cover it very quickly. Overview and that's it. Um, okay. So they were interviewing him about uh, Matrix Resurrections. Okay. Uh, it was him and Carrie Ann Fish. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss. Um, okay. And they were like talking about you know all the different ventures they've had since you know Matrix finished, and I can't wait for Matrix Resurrections to be amazing. Um, and they were talking to Carries, and they said to him, um, you know, have you played Cyberpunk twenty twenty seven twenty seventy seven? He's like, I haven't played it. CD Projekt Red told everyone that he had, but he hasn't played it. He admitted he hadn't. <laughs> they were talking, and he said, <laughs> he said, um, the interviewer was like, do you know that? Um, some people have tried to mod the game in a way so they can have sex with you, like your character in Cyberpunk. Yeah, and and there was this this awkward five minutes. You went, I mean, I think it's nice if if people are nice, you know. Like, and Carrie Moss is sat next to him, and she's like, "It's a hard no for me." <laughs> like, um, if you get a chance to watch the interview, it's, it is actually really funny. Um, I mean, I was going to ask James what his um, his games he's looking forward to, but I mean. Minesweeper is probably Kong? going to be the most they can play, right? Hey, I, I, I do have a Civilization, a Civ, and a Crusader Kings downloaded, so I can play against AIs on that. What like Crusader Kings is, is king? Yeah, Crusader. Oh, that that is. I, I've had a lot of fun with Crusader Kings. Okay, okay. So, actual uh, important topic again. Sorry to derail. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah what do we make of the? Uh, HLTV top 20 for 2021. Who do we think is going to be up there? They've already done it, haven't they? Oh, no, they haven't done it for 2021. They've done it for like the last month or whatever it is. Like, you know, they're, they're, their normal filter. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I mean, like. I, I think Simple has to be at number one. Yeah. Like, I think Simple's probably going to. Simple's probably going to pip. Yeah, Simple's going to get number one. I mean, it's got to be, right? Like. I think he's like second or third all time at the moment. Anyway, um, yeah, simple's got to be simple's got to be like number one, right? Like it's it's gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, I think I, the top three has to be at this point: simple, Zairu, Shiro, and then past that point, I've no idea. I think Nico will be up there. You're not going to be up there. Well, I don't think Nico's going to be top three. I think Nico will be like top five, maybe yeah. maybe oh, fourth that, or bang on to it. Yeah, I, I think Shiro's third only because um, he has more MVPs and more tournament wins, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot that yeah, he's got more. He, he's got more maps though, as well. You got to think like he, he's he's played more maps for um, for Gambit as well, right? Like, yeah, you got to think of it like that as well. Also, um, device. Where is he going to be? Oh, I don't know. Um... I, I, top, I think like nine. I think nine. I was gonna say like top top ten easy, but like where in that top ten, right? Like it's. I don't think he's top five. I think he's in that kind of like, like middle ish ground between five and mm. ten, like seven, eight, maybe. I I don't think I can justify him top ten, boys. 
Really? Because no, they I... had they had quite a strong beginning to the year, didn't Charles? I'm not sure, but like he's not had any MVPs. Like if you look at his match ratings, like they they flip back and forth between green and red. Like I I think he's definitely in there, maybe even top fifteen. But I don't I honestly don't see him top ten. Wow, we're gonna have to have like a redacted version of this this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like I can see you coming to me like a week's time, going, "Hey, uh, pull the podcast on real quick and scrub this part over for me." <laughs> yeah, I'm, um, I'm like okay with making a bold claim and being wrong. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Um, I, okay. I mean, if if we're doing like top twenty players, um, yeah, like okay. So uh, my top three would be probably simple. Simple Zaiwu and, and Shira is probably like a safe bet, right? Yeah. Nico fourth. I'm, fifth. I'm, 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 I'm going to go a bit controversial here and say I, I don't think Zaiwu's done enough. This, I mean, he's done a lot towards this end of the season, but beginning to middle of the year, then vitality were nowhere. Like, I'm looking at sort of May. Um, okay, but they, they were third in February, but I, I, they just sort of disappeared in the middle of the year for me. And I mean, like so you gotta consider ratings like so the ratings yeah. for 2021 simple mm. sat at 1.37 zyru's right there with 1.30 and then shiro's 1.23 wow. that's the top three for the year okay okay maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm maybe i'm definitely wrong <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh you know, let's just go top 10 that kind of like so like okay, nick go on so finish, finish yours because you've got to five so I think. simple simple Sayo, Shiro. I'm, I'm going to film Nico as, as fourth. Yeah. Um, he's like four or five. So these two could trade up at any, any moment. I think Axel in fifth uh, okay. from, from Gambit. Um, I think Electron will be top 10. I think he's going to be seven, eight. Yeah. Um, Axel's in somewhere for fifth. Um, I think Device is like in top ten, but like nine ten. Um... I'll throw some names out. Um, so we've got Yakinda, Hobbit, Pacerato. Yeah, um, but that, game. See, you say Yakinda, VP's up. VP's on the downfall. I feel in it. And again, but I definitely... know we're going off. I know we're going off. You know, MVPs and 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 that. But like. I just don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I would be very surprised if they're not within the top 15. If Yakinda's not within the top 15. Yeah. Uh, I'll say that. Um, I would be very surprised if Yakinda's not within the top 15. But I wouldn't be at all surprised if they're outside the top 10. Okay. Fair. Um, would you have any of the heroic boys in there? Ooh. Flirting with disaster, you. Because Cadian's had a really good season. Pass is at a decent dish season. Starvin's like their star player though, isn't he? Yeah, but Cadian's had them highlight reels though, hasn't he? Yeah, 
this is the thing with it. At least Slavin's got like a weaker KD ratio against like KD, and I, 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 I don't know off the top of my head, but I'm almost certain it's it's quite a difference between the two. Um, I'm not saying hundreds, obviously. Like I know, like the top ten differs between like you know a hundred to like three, four hundred in some cases. I'm not yeah. saying it's that much of a difference between KD ratios, but I think his rating is 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 massively different as a result. I think like Kadian should be Kadian's above one, like one point one point four, one point three. Starvin's probably one point one, one point two. I don't know. Maybe. I, I'm I'm pulling numbers out of thin air here at the minute and I'm just going based on what I what I can what I'm feeling rather than what is probably accurate as far as that. Sorry, I can I can research. So Starvin's sat at one point oh five and Kadian really out. Yeah, is 1.14 okay um i see what you mean though there's definitely something to be said about like impact and all that kind of stuff i just don't know yeah. how that's factored into it by the hltv boys i i neither do i and that, i think that's the kind of big the big no no so to speak no american players twist um stewie i, I know that not not definitely not Stewie, but maybe like nah. between fifteen and twenty, but NA has really kind of like sunk to the bottom of the barrel this year. It's I I, I hate to say it, but it's the Valorant effect. <laughs> I think Valorant, well, that Valorant really, did gut the scene, didn't it? Yeah, it, it basically tore apart the NA scene as far as CS is concerned. And like I, I it it has been an uphill struggle for a lot of teams to really kind of pull back into that. Um which is why I think We've all been watching like the major and going, oh my god, these European dominant heavy teams are amazing because they we only really have the European dominant heavy teams, you know, like don't really have those NA teams that we had previously. The Brazilian team, the Brazilian scene has like been almost decimated by Valorant as well, you know, mm. like the the whole Americas has kind of gone gone through that routine of being like, you know, okay, well we're going to switch to Riot and, and play that for a bit. Um, you know, I'm not going to about Alish. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I'll bring up the stats for him while you, you formulate your thoughts. Yeah, I, I get, I get what you mean with the leech. I do get what you mean. Right, like as like, a player, he's definitely within. I mean, historically, he's been within the top twenty for like the last four or five years, right? Like he's 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 always been within that kind of remit of it. But I think with the recent kind of losses they've had um you know look uh, they lost to heroic in the full final they lost to that uh, blast full final that is sorry um they lost to g2 in um iem uh losing to nip and iem like they're, they're losing to you know well he's lost to like superficial teams it almost feels like not g2 obviously in that bracket but you know the way that NIP's been performing, I, I think he's just going to. I don't think he's going to be up in top twenty. I, I'm going to. I'm going to put my my money where my mouth is. Okay. I, I, mm. I'm just going to change the topic slightly. Back back to okay. uh, my beloved G two. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm going to be honest. Like G two, it's painful being a G two fan because like they can never just win. They can never just win a game. Like you never see them sort of close out. <laughs> Honestly, G G two do this thing where they will kill four people, and then uh, it'll be like, and they'll they'll kill four people and lose one uh, in like a rifle round, and then the last guy 
will get three kills and suddenly due to now have no money going into the next round and suddenly yeah. like they're and it takes like a, a Nico Deeg to like, an absolute like Nico special to to Are we to talking about the mist or are we talking round. about like uh, uh okay yeah, 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 yeah. just just in general like the, the Nico miss as soon as Nico missed there's like oh this comeback's dead like in terms yeah. of I'm talking about the major final I think. Yeah. Yeah. I like, think, like, as soon as uh, as soon as Nico missed, it's like the, the comeback is is the comeback's over. I'm sorry, boys. Yeah. He creates talking points, um, both good and bad. Hmm. He does, and that, I think that's that's the way that G two always been. G two is like the like the Arsenal of the. the <laughs> you know, like that sounds really harsh. That is actually when you think about it loud, but like it, they've always been in that kind of remit of it. Um, tell you a player we haven't talked about Jammer within the top twenty. And James, like we haven't talked about, um, you know, good old Messi. No, Ooh. I'm leaving. <laughs> I, I, what, dude? Come Ooh. on now, all right? Like playing for that... Fnatic, he has he has been a re- such a really good player for Fnatic. You can't deny I'm, that. I'm like, really excited for this. About Fnatic the best players of 2021, and this man's not even been in the Fnatic roster for like more than four or five months. Two months as well. No, three months, four months is when he. No, August he joined them. End, end of August, it, yeah. End of August, yeah. I, I'm really excited. You've got a, you've got a point. Okay. <laughs> I am as well, to be honest with you. I'm like, just going to have a, a Union Jack next to the name. It's <laughs> like, I know it's a bit of a meme, but like, smoother, 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 isn't it? Do you know I mean like he's just. Okay, bold predictions. Next year, I think Smoother's top 10. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Continues on this upward trend, a hundred percent. Yeah, that one, I back that also. I, um, I, 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 I really rate Alex GL as well. I was Vitality did struggle. I, I felt that in terms of direction when Alex left and when or when MBK was leading, leading the or taking over some of the IGL role from him when he was at Vitality. So I'm, I know he didn't do particularly well with C9, but I don't think they were given enough time there. So no, I don't I'm, think they were either. I mean, C9, it wasn't really about the time. They were just like, something was just going straight up wrong there. I don't know if a, a like coach or, or a player was like kind of directing things in one way or if someone was throwing or something, but that project was like dead in the water from like the first couple of matches. Yeah. You think so? I, yeah, I, I think something I... about their play style, like there was some mad statistic that of all the teams in the top twenty or something like that, they were like number one for pushing through smokes, and players literally cottoned onto it. Like they would just sit there facing a smoke, wait for C nine to push two players through a smoke, and then win the round. <laughs> like that was their game plan, and I was like, well, someone or something has caused something to go very wrong in this squad but you know what we don't look at the dark days of c9 we're just gonna wait for the boston resurgence and then we'll we'll be happy again <laughs> i yeah i i think uh, i think everyone was a bit kind of shocked with the c9 scenario back in what was in march or april start of march and i uh, start start of april end of march when cloud nine were just like you know what we're gonna put cs on hold for a little bit and we're gonna go back to the drawing board um, you know, I, I think there was a few people that were kind of shocked about it, but there were a few of us that were sitting there going, "Like, yeah, I saw that coming." Do you mean like I saw, I saw that that coming? Well, that that is that is a little that that is a bit of like C9's reputation. How 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 you let a major winning roster just 
fall apart after after you win a major instead of trying to keep that together, keep that going. Just I, I don't really think C9 are in in okay. uh, CS. You might be saying the same thing about Vitality now, though. Like these yeah. squads were dead going into the tournaments, and like it's kind of like the last dance effect of these teams knowing that this is kind of like their opportunity to just kind of like frag out just have fun with it and because they're playing loose and comfortable they just win out hmm, maybe like uh what was it when when phase when phase was falling apart as was it phase or was it i think it was phase when they were yeah yeah uh, after after they sort of uh after this old Nico and Carragher. I was gonna say, wh- yeah, I was gonna say, which iteration of uh, iteration of phase we're talking about? You're talking about the Carrigan phase? No, no, no. After Carrigan, yeah. I think. Although, yeah, although I think I think that that phase roster when when they were letting Nico IGL was just just a disaster. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I I don't I don't really rate Nico as an IGL. I, I know that's some people will disagree because oh he's the greatest player of all he's one of the greatest players of all time, but this is interesting for conversation coming from a G two fan. <laughs> no, I, I I love Nico as a player, which is why I was so excited when like I, I was worried when he came in because I thought, oh, oh god damn it, Nexa is he's gonna kick out Nexa yeah. and this is <laughs> and this is gonna be like phase clan two point But then yeah. like I don't know whether it's the hunter effect, like hunter trusting Nexa and therefore Nico trusts Nexa. Uh, and actually letting Nexa call the strats, then, like, I mean, I am. I can, I, I, I can hear this coming from your fellow G two fans that are listening to this. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's all I can hear is like people walking around here with like a bell going, "Shame, shame on this man! Why is he saying these things out loud? <laughs> like, um, why is he saying things that people are definitely thinking internally but don't want to say out loud just in yeah, case? I, like, <laughs> I, 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 um, I really hope that they let Nexa keep IGLing when they mm. bring these new guys in. Well, when they, when the, I, I'm a bit sad to see the French guys go, but oh, I, mm. I, think, I think it would be Jax that goes. I, I think maybe Yamanet will go, but as much as I love Jax, I, I think that. He's the he's going to be the one to go. Because I, I, um, we haven't really like, touched on the face side of things. That's something I want to kind of fetch up before we wrap things up because I realise that we've been running for ages and ages now. Yeah, one and a half um, hours. One and a half hours deep into an hour long podcast, crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Robin still being the coach for Phase after the Isik um, uh, Isik ban. For the spectator bug, because he was one of the coaches that got caught out for the spectator bug as well, right? Like he was didn't he get vindicated or like absolved because he. I thought he was still. I thought he just had the five five and a half month ban or two or was it five or six month ban? I think, it, it? I think it was reversed. It might be the. I might be thinking of the wrong coach, but I, I think it was reversed. I'm not sure. Yeah, definitely wasn't handed. Um, but I said on that one, uh, I think it's probably I have integrity, we, we, boys. Of all yeah. the one people listening to us, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have integrity. Don't breach it. Definitely, especially when Isak are involved, because it's a bye bye. That is, and you're, yeah. I, I'm less said about that conversation. Actually, you have to restart like, your uh, career as a bartender. 
Oh my god, that that it that Instagram video cannot be real. <laughs> it can't be. Like I, I don't have you seen it, James? The... I, I, I don't think I have, but I could I could just tell from the vibe that James is giving off that this is gonna be special and he's gonna send it to me later. Yeah, so, uh, it's yeah. it's worthwhile seeing. So basically like it is literally him just working in a, a bar. Wait, James uh, working in a bar? No, Handon Handon working in a bar. Oh oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, and and the, I I think it got shared around by like the commentary community on Twitter for a bit, and it kind of dropped off the radar for a little bit as well. But uh, like, no one knows if it's legit or not, and no one knows if it's just like you know, someone who looks like so, yeah, someone who looks like London. You know what I mean? Like someone who's just got the same kind of facial features, the exact same hair. Was it on his official Instagram? Yeah. Oh my god! With yeah, the, we started life as a bartender. That's crazy. I wonder if it's still on there. No, I'm on his Twitter. I'm on his Instagram now. It's been deleted. Well, it was uh, it was a story, so I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah, it would have probably gone by now. Um, yeah. The last I was going to say the last said about the Hundred situation, the better, but we kind of covered it quite a bit now. Anyway, um, I think he's still banned for like what another year and a half. I mean, two, he's, two he's gone, gone, mate. He's, he's gone, gone anyway. Back. Yeah. I, did you watch the video from the heroic players? Like no, no. Okay, highly I recommend it. Bullshit anyway. Uh, uh, okay, so there are parts of it which I felt like were kind of very. Um, it fitted together nicely. Does that make sense? The way that they were talking and how they were talking. What I would probably say is this: um, we will sit down, we'll watch that video at some point. You and I. Um, and James, actually, if James wants to come on the next one again, well, um, and we'll, absolutely, we'll, we'll, we'll have a conversation about the actual, like the the heroic video, and we'll talk a bit more about. It might be worth having an actual episode, which is about you know music and and some of the bands that have come through in that. I think that might be a a good idea to do. Um, plus, it also distracts people away from having to watch me play CS. So that's like all, all the better, really, isn't it? In fairness. Um, yeah, um, we talked tonight quite a fair bit. Um, we actually talked qu quite a lot more than what we both or what, what the three of us kind of set out to do, <laughs> um, which is good in a way. Obviously, you know, like it's it's nice to have that long long conversation. Um, but to kind of wrap things up, um, James, do you have any socials that you want to plug while you're on podcast? Um, I, I guess I guess Twitter uh, at Jamez Official. There you uh, go. J A M underscore es and then official um i am at reaper steve one jammer you are on this podcast i don't care about plugging my twitter <laughs> yes um <laughs> like, a man of integrity uh, <laughs> as we finish on an ESIC conversation as well like yeah you know straight straight up on that um yeah, if you want to know more about me, Jamma, and what we get involved with in within esports, you can follow each of us on Twitter. I'm at Reapersteve One. Jamma doesn't like to plug his, but he is at Jamma underscore CS. Um, if you want to get involved with the podcast uh, on both of our Twitter accounts, I think you've got our email address on there. Um, you can DM us on Twitter if you want to get involved. Um, if you want to send in suggestions or what we can talk about on the podcast, I think that would be a good idea as well. Um, just reach out, basically. But uh, I'm, otherwise, I'm, I'm just going to ask this: Then where can yeah. we find the podcast? Because um, oh, yeah, that's probably a good oh, idea, that, right? That's Spotify. yeah, that, Sp nice. 
we are only on Spotify at the moment, um, but we are going to be looking to do stuff with YouTube in the near future, um, depending on uh, depending on a number of different factors, actually. Um, but we are going to look to try and do some video recorded ones as well and a few other bits and pieces. We're just trying to kind of work out the arrangements of it all. Um, yeah, I think that's a good way to finish it off, Chama. Unless you've got any other questions you want to bring up? No, I, I feel that's a good point to end. Perfect. So next episode will be all about ESIC and bands, you know, the stuff that everyone wants to hear about. Uh, we'll probably end up talking a bit about the IEM, uh, f- uh, not IEM, sorry, Blast uh, Worlds. Um, yeah. I think that will probably be uh, the next conversation point that we have a look at as well also. And uh, we'll try to do an episode after Christmas. Um, or I say after Christmas, after uh, Blast Worlds, uh, we'll have an episode. And then probably the next one will be in the new year, right? Like that'll be our next kind of sit down times. Right. I would just want to. I would commit to giving proper episodes now. It's out when it's out, boys. Just keep yeah, going. Yeah, it's on. out when it's out. Yeah, yeah. That's actually very <laughs> funny. Lads, it's out when it's out. If you don't like that, then it's out when it's out. So all the best. Yeah, come join um, us on the podcast as a guest and let us know you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Otherwise, though, stay tuned for more. And uh, yeah, we'll be back in the near future with another one. Peace. Good night. Good afternoon. Evening. Wherever you are. Podcast has finished recording. <laughs> <laughs>